1: Did anyone out there know that there was a song called The Christmas Conga by Cyndi Lauper? You know what?
0: I, you know I'm a fan of Cyndi Lauper. I know. Because girls just want to have fun.
1: Um, that was on the worst list, by the way.
0: Sorry to hear that.
1: <laughs> Christmas Not surprised? Conga. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. There's that. Um, huh. Here's a little bit of a heartwarming uh, story. Mm. Um... Yeah, it was uh, so. It was out of uh, Britain, and um, were neighbors. Mm -hmm. Older fella had been around for quite some time, and I guess had always brought their young daughter presents in the first couple of years. Um, The old fella passed away though, and what they found, um, they like a plastic sack full of. Wrapped yeah presents
0: I think so, his daughter was going through his possessions yeah. and had instructions to deliver the sack and when he when she arrived at the house uh, the mum sort of thought oh yeah. they need help taking out garbage yeah. but that's not what no. was in the sack
1: no it was presents this uh, fellow who had passed away had bought presents for their for the neighbor's daughter for the next 13 years
0: now, had them o- wrapped, yeah them all wrapped everything here's an odd twist to that which is kind of almost silly So this is a guy who was fond of this neighbor girl Mm -hmm. and who had brought presents before and he knew he was going to die. So he made these arrangements, right? Which is very cool and very Christmassy and and a great story. But the parent of the daughter, and I know this is not really the basis of the story, but this is the part I found most interesting, kind of goes on social media. I think it was Facebook and, and sort of asked friends well, what should I do? Like, should I open them all or should I open them once a year? And the reason they were asking was because their fear was, well, what if it's, you know, food or like, we don't want anything in there that's going to go bad or, or and then thought, well, you know, what if it's all toys? Like my 24-year-old daughter is not going to want to play with a doll and like that kind of thing, right? You're saying that this guy who liked your daughter, who had the foresight to plan 13 additional Christmases, was too stupid to realize that she was uh, gonna get older?
1: Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's no... He's like, who wants to give a you know fifteen year old a kids toy? Blah, right, but you're missing the whole yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. If it they're all. numbered, if they're numbered, you're missing the whole. Point
0: you do them, them in the right order, and if they're not, that doesn't matter it's because okay. it would be, it would bring you back to that Christmas every time, right?
1: Isn't that you know? There's something special about that. Yeah, taking her up to the, her sixteenth birthday
0: for him to go to that trouble mm-hmm. and for the
1: parents to say, well, you know, we'll just open them now. No, 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 no. no and no. to be honest with you, yeah. Well, I mean, I know the kids is still very very young, but. I'd be holding on to those. I would make yeah. that a special a special thing every Christmas for every, the next 13 14 absolutely years. Absolutely
0: agree with you. Every Christmas Eve, yeah. I would say Here pick out the one you want to open. If they're not in order or if he yeah. didn't leave instructions as to which one and 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 if he didn't then I get kind of where the parents coming from but it wouldn't matter. To me it wouldn't matter. I would say mm-hmm. to my daughter, "Okay, you know what we do on Christmas Eve? We do this this and this and then you pick one gift." from Mr. So-and-so and Uh and we open it up and we see. And like you said, if at age, what am I, almost 60? If I opened up a gift and it was like a plastic soldier that I would, would... have, I'd be... That'd be fabulous. So like, next
1: thing you know, you put it on your desk at work or your exactly. desk at school. Or, yeah. You know, Yeah, I think it's... Uh, think
0: about the toys, if it is all toys. Think about the toys that might be there that 13 yeah. years from now... I'm not going to yeah, be. Yeah, radio talk show hosts are talking about, hey, do you ever remember, uh-huh. you know, this toy? Well, it could be wrapped in a box. and No, I think that's like a time capsule. Yeah. You don't screw it with a time capsule.
1: I just think it was, you know, just very, very lovely. Just very lovely. Yes. And then there was uh, this story as well. Mm, do you remember that yeah, one? I remember that one as well. Yeah. About um, parents really hoping, and I, I find this actually kind of hard to believe. I'm calling a bit of a, you know, we talked about, we touched on it a little bit the other day about parents hoping that kids are going to ditch high-tech gadgets yeah. for traditional toys. And many of the says, children who
0: phoned Santa on Friday did want traditional
1: toys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the top one, you know, bike, puzzles, board games, teddy bears, balls, wooden blocks, art sets, clay, toy animals, skipping <laughs> rope, that was the top ten. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, I, I, I guess I, I kind of get that as well, but I also think that I'd want to make sure that my kids are, like, completely... That they they have that stuff, but they also need to be with the times when it comes to technology. Yeah. Because you know what, yeah, we are getting left behind at a such a fast pace of yes, we are uh, just at at how fast that the tech side of the world is moving. Do you know what? Now, I
0: it's probably in my blue folder somewhere, and I don't have it in front of me. But there was a story about the top ten things that parents should teach their children, and it was things like how to cook and. Um, Yeah, I think that might have been. Be respectful. Be thankful for what you have. Honesty is the best policy. Never give up. Learn from your mistakes. Don't be quick to judge Mm. people. Admit mistakes. Take care of your physical health. Listen before you speak. Spend time with the people you love. So this was a list of top 10 life lessons. And there was a list of things like be able to cook an egg, uh, be able to change oil in a car, like those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And those are all important. These are all important. But when it comes to, when I think back to high school and about, you remember when you had the opportunity to pick the courses and you could take shop or you could take home ec or you, one of the options I had was typing and I didn't take it because why would I take it? I'm a boy and I'm, you know what? I'm never going to be a secretary. And how mm. much use would that skill be to me now if yep. I could just type? Yep. Because that's where the world went. They went into a this place where everybody needs to be able to type efficiently. And it doesn't even matter what your job is. Everybody's on a computer. Everybody's got a keyboard. So typing's a very valuable skill, right? And so when I hear that we need to put away our electronics for Christmas... I get it. At at Christmas, sure. Let's not have them at the table. Let's not be just, you know, watching by ourselves. But I totally disagree with the idea that we need to get kids away from technology. No, we need to get kids immersed uh-huh. in technology. We and have after to find they learn it, they need to teach us. Yeah,
1: they have to find a balance. Because, yeah, let's you know let's make sure the kids still know how to get out there and skip a rope. Or, you know, you're shooting pucks in the neck, yeah. uh, net on I mean, that on stuff's on the, on the, on the still the important. That, it is really important. Yeah. Playing with Play-Doh, all of that sort yep. of stuff. Um, I just don't want to see kids on iPads and and, yeah. and and you know all the time but anyway yeah. yeah so it was just it was interesting okay it's 346 oh look the fireplace just came on oh nice lovely
2: Merry Christmas baby you sure did treat me nice oh yes you did Christmas, baby You sure
1: John Legend. Oh it does pick up. It does pick up. Huh. Promised you I did.
0: Uh and I, Andrew Gross. Uh, was it on Friday that we did the... Last Thursday. Last Thursday. So this was a new feature on 630 Ched that Kelsey Campbell sort of spearheaded, and everybody, you particularly participated in other stations did, and we, or other shows did, and we ran all day long, Won't Be Home for Christmas segments, and they were so good, and the feedback was so strong. And
1: so the ones that ran on this show were from military members right. serving in Africa. But wanted you to hear some of the other ones that uh, you might not have heard through the day this one with ryan jesserson
3: during
0: the holidays loved ones are in our hearts no matter
2: where they are brian alamakinders grew up in spruce grove he attended the university of alberta and this year he won't be home for christmas brian's giving us a call from tanzania brian welcome to the show Hi, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Your Christmas will look a little bit different than most folks in Edmonton this year. Paint us a picture of exactly where you're at right now and what the holiday season resembles in Tanzania.
3: Well, I think the first thing to say is it's really warm here, unlike there, I'm sure. Uh, It's green here, not white. Um, But you know, it's funny because my wife and I were coming home from work today and we were commenting on the fact that it's hard to get into the Christmas spirit when you don't see Christmas decorations, you don't hear Christmas music, and, and everything that you get in a Canadian setting.
2: Brian, you're Deputy Director of Canada's International Assistance Program in Tanzania. What is it that you're doing over there specifically?
3: We do a lot. Um, my job really is to oversee uh, the forward-looking part of our program. We invest a lot of money, Canada invests a lot of money in Tanzania in helping Tanzania develop. It's a very poor country and there's a lot of problems a lot of challenges they're facing. It's not only Canada's job or interest to, to help them with this, we work with a lot of other countries around the world, um, but we invest uh, anywhere between 100 and $120 million a year in projects that are designed to help the Tanzanians system, the government, the structures, set up the the processes, the, the institutions that they need to, to deliver for their own people so that they can improve uh, the outlook for their people. My job in all of this is really, like I said, just the forward-looking. Where are we going with it? What projects are we considering as we move forward? What's our strategic focus, et cetera, et cetera?
2: And Brian, you've lived uh, all over the world. Uh, in addition to growing up in Spruce Grove, you lived in Korea, Japan, California, Vietnam, Bangladesh. You've been a- away for Christmas before, how do you celebrate the season wherever you're at and what's one of your more memorable Christmases?
3: Oh, that's a good question. Uh, you're right. I, I, you know, personally and with my family, we've got two kids here with us and two kids that are that are young adults back in Canada. We've been through this before; uh, it's not new. It doesn't mean it's easy. If you talk to my son that's here, my 12-year-old, he desperately misses the snow. He wants to go snowboarding. Um, you know, my daughter misses her friends. It's there are a lot of sacrifices and a lot of challenges that are associated with it. But at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, you know what we've learned is Christmas is about family. It's about being the people you love and care about for the most part that's where we are we have we have two of our kids here with us I think the hardest part is the fact that two of our kids are, are back in Canada and we're not able to, to see them over the holidays uh, most memorable Christmas I I don't know there's so many uh, it would be hard to hard question to answer
2: I would imagine that you've you've experienced different uh, cultural interpretations of the Christmas season uh, what does it look like in in Tanzania in particular are there some unique customs or traditions uh, some of them maybe that you'll be adopting this year?
3: That's a- question because I had to go for work up to, most people don't know, Dar es Salaam which is where we live, isn't the actual capital city of Tanzania. Uh, that's Dodoma and that's where the government uh, is quickly moving all of its ministries and I had to go up to Dodoma on Monday for some ministry, uh, meetings with the Ministry uh, of Health and while I was there I said to my wife that uh, it's funny, I saw Santa Claus and we were driving to a small, dusty little town and we were driving through the middle of the city on dusty roads and all of a sudden in the middle of the road, you know, there was Standing there, he was a little bit less plump than I would expect normally. Uh, but he was there, and he was happy, and he was trying to celebrate. He was a little alone in it, but so
2: I felt very sorry for him. <laughs> yeah, Brian. Uh, I would imagine that at least one person, and probably more than one, is traveling in their vehicle right now, or listening in from home or office, and going. Oh, my gosh, that's Brian Allen McKinders. I haven't heard that voice in a while. Is there anyone you'd like to say a special hello to, a special holiday greeting, or do you have a Christmas message for anybody tuning in that maybe grew up with you or attended classes with you at the University of Alberta? Uh,
3: Now you're really putting me on the spot, aren't you? Um, you know, I, I think the, the biggest message I want to put out there is um, is, is to my parents. Uh, of course, you know, we live a very um, fortunate life. Uh, we, we do have a lot of challenges and sacrifices, but at the end of the day, uh, it's very fortunate. The job that both my wife my wife also works with the High Commission for the development program. Our jobs, uh, we're very, very, very blessed to have them. And we wouldn't have been able to have that opportunity if it wasn't for our parents making sacrifices when we were younger to help us get the education that we needed to help us to get to university and to help us see that the world was much bigger than, for example, Spruce Grove. Uh, So I'd really put this out to both my parents and her parents um, to say thanks for everything they did to help us get to where we are. Uh, The adventure continues and who knows
2: where we go next. Brian, we want to thank you so much for dialing in from Tanzania and we wish you and yours, though you won't be home for Christmas, a very Merry Christmas.
0: For those who can't make it home this holiday season, our thoughts are with you. Merry Christmas from 630Chad. Only in
2: my dreams.
0: The 630Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630Chad.